0: everybody. And welcome to a, another Sunday night live from the lounge. Um, just seeing there's a few on coming on a bit windy out there tonight. If you hear any noises, it's because there's a storm blowing out there at the moment. Anyway, I'm just going to bring on Elaine. Um, hello, hello, Elaine. How are you? All
1: right.
0: Um, no comments coming up yet. I hope we're not going to have a problem with that Facebook tonight. Um, are you going to do the, um,
1: the spirit box,
0: yeah, spirit box again? Yep. Oh, here comes some. Hello, Henry. Hello, Elaine. Right. We got something, we got a bit different tonight. We haven't got one, not two, but three guests tonight one you already know and two you don't so here we are hello kathy everyone hi gang everyone, everyone knows kathy she's looking it's all gone light again now
2: yep i'm i'm in the light
3: now not
0: in the, in the dark hello mike
3: hi mike
2: we
0: have ann good, good evening Anne.
3: hello from suffolk
0: hello from suffolk yeah for <laughs> four of us maybe from Suffolk and I've known for a few years now, haven't I? On and off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Sounds a bit funny, but you know, used to come to some of my gigs <laughs> and um, somebody we've never met before is Miles.
1: Hi. Hello, Miles.
0: Suffolk as well. So, well, there you are, three, four from Suffolk. Hello, Henry. Hello, Sue. Hello, Michelle. Hi guys. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we was having a bit of trouble tonight, guys. Uh, Facebook <clears throat> Facebook wouldn't let me sign in with StreamYard tonight. So I don't know what their game is, but we got her in the end. So uh, it's all, all down to uh, emails tonight. Of course, that wind is really going out there. Can you really? Yeah, it? literally hear it. Wow. Well, Still adds a bit of atmosphere, doesn't it, Kathy? Spooks. Anyway. What's that noise?
1: Oh, that's probably my dog. Oh. The <laughs> dog. <Okay. clears throat>
0: anyway, um, what we're going to do tonight, I think we're going to do, we are probably all join in and have a chit-chat and whatever, but Anne may have to shoot off. Early, so we're going to bring Anne on first. Okay. All right, Anne. Thank um, you. Turn his phone off as well. You see, it's a well run organization. It's <laughs> chaos. So, we first met, didn't we, at the um, Niels Awareness <laughs> Center?
3: Yes, I, it must be eight years ago, maybe something like that. Oh uh, could really be that, something like that. Uh yeah. You you've been a stepping stone on my journey, Alex.
0: Really? Yes, you have. Oh, well, it's, uh, oh. well, I, I quite like that. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I've I've been someone I've got something from it. How how was that in? So no, seriously, I mean
3: I... yeah, yeah, and I have to say I'm very happy where I've arrived so far. So um I mean going back to my teens, I was interested in Doris Stokes. I, I read everything for about doris stokes um matthew manning was another great hero of mine um mm. when my mum used to get woman's own magazine there was a feature about him he was still young then and doing automatic writing on the walls and um having all kinds of poltergeist activity going on and and i just sort of kept him in my mind all these years and then found him on facebook again quite recently so okay. um, I follow him and we've spoken. Um, so, yeah, from there, um, you know, I was always interested. But, it, you know, life takes over and and I'm not psychic, I would say. So um, fast forward to coming to Suffolk and I'd had quite an alarming experience in a house I was living in and um, had to call in a medium called Maureen Flynn from Essex who came and sorted that out. And so I started really thinking, again, um, I need to know more about this. And, and so, you know, I came across um, Neil's Life Awareness Centre um, and uh, you were there. And I remember going to a few of them and, and then you did this um, demonstration of table tipping. And, and obviously I'd heard of this kind of phenomenon and I've never experienced anything really tangible. Um, you know, I've read a lot. I've now obviously there's YouTube and some ridiculous things that you can see, but um and a, a few personal experiences. But that night I was there with a friend and you invited us to come and put our fingers on your hexagonal table, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? So it was right. a yeah. lightweight hexagonal table. Right. And I thought, right, mate, here we go. Um and it was bizarre, you know, it started tipping and backwards and forwards. And I thought, I'm looking at everyone thinking, what are they <laughs> up to, you know? And then it took off round the room and mm. we could barely keep up with it. And and I still can't explain it, don't understand it. But it's one of those, I, I have to say, right, tick, you know, that was real. So... Um, I'll come back to that. But just to finish where I am now, um, I then I met a friend when I had my second (laughs) bookshop and um, became very good friends with this chap who said to me, if you're interested, I've got some really good spiritual photos. And together we put them in a book, um, pictures that were taken in Chelmsford at seances in conditions where no pictures should have been possible in the dark with a little light you know some fantastic pictures came up maybe i'll show you those another time Um, he thought this would set the world alight when we published this sadly it was you know received with a deafening silence Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean it's just amazing stuff Um, and then a couple of years ago uh, they advertised in one of my favorite magazines psychic news um, for a chief reporter and having been in the press offices and media and writing for a long time, I went for it. And, uh, wow, I, I got the job. So um, I get to meet and talk, well, not very often meet, but talk to the most amazing people. Dream come true. So thank you, Alex. I'll well, stop don't,
0: there. <laughs> well, don't, don't forget, if you want to you know, interview someone else amazing, you know,
3: where I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I, I used to buy the psychic news, seriously. Uh, I got fed up in the end. Um, I'll be honest, like a lot of things, I thought there's more happening to me than there are here. Yeah? Because a lot it's of them are like celebrities. Yeah. 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 And I thought, well, you know, but yeah, no, you can always interview me. will oh, come on. Yeah. Don't I mean,
3: um, I don't speak for <laughs> psychic news. I write for psychic news. Mm-hmm. But Um, There is a difficulty in finding good stories. You know, when I look back, because Psychic News has been going since 1932. You know, it was a weekly paper. And all of those old copies are available on the University of Manitoba library website. And every week, you know, they had phenomena to report we don't really get that so much now you know it, it, i don't know if these things they are happening i'm sure but we don't mm. really get to hear about them on that sort of weekly basis
0: i think a lot of it's gone quiet but i'll, I'll tell you can i tell you a story <laughs> the mm. table two minutes i thought it's this afternoon if people think it's a, it's all put on well, a couple of years ago, some friends of mine invited me to their house for, for lunch. And they've seen this happen before with the table. And if they're watching this, it'd be great if they come on testify. So I used one of their tables, and this is the God's truth. The table took me down her like a living room into the kitchen. It, it went out, over the step, out into the garden, this is you've got, you imagine this, this is just me on it. And it's trying to get out of the garden. So I grabbed the table, put it back in her house. We all went outside for lunch. And this is the God's truth. She bought out some chicken pieces covered in like, I don't know, some sort of firm sauce. No one touched anything. <laughs> And one of these pieces of chicken flew out the basket, hit me on my brand new shirt and I was covered in sauce. Now you tell me, this is not made up. Nobody touched the basket <laughs> of chicken. The table was out a mind of its own, which I stopped it doing. And that night at Neil Centre again, where the table leg broke, and we ended up on our back, and the table still kept going with one person on it. So people think it's, a, it, it's fake. I would never do anything fake. I don't see the point. But thanks for that. It's, it's <laughs> great because, you know, people know you're you know, making no, it up.
3: No, but with my journalist hat on then, can I ask you what's happening when that when that happens, when the table takes off? why is it happening what is happening um because i i hear a lot about physical mediumship using trumpets for instance go on, go on. Um, and i think okay you know this has been used for a hundred years come on spirit world what have you got that's new you've got a spirit box sitting there um mm-hmm. but but you know are they are they still really struggling that they've got to tip tables and lift a trumpet, that that it hasn't gone any further.
0: I don't know why I've, I've walked away from it. I've walked away from it all now. One of the reasons, is because I think I've got to forget what I say on here, Get a load of enemies, but I just don't feel like I want to be part of it anymore. But I do miss the physical side of it. I don't miss giving the messages but I do miss the physical side of it and I may start again I don't know (laughs) who knows what's going to happen we never know but I've been told there are a lot of people walking away from spiritualism I don't know if it is in America Kathy it's the same but Mm. a lot of people seem to be walking away but how it all works I couldn't tell you
1: Hmm.
0: all I know know? Touch a table and, and it either it either lifts or it, it, yeah. it takes off. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'll share a quick story. My first table tipping, um wow. Uh, it was a uh, it was another medium there. Uh, it was her table. Uh, there were there were four of us all together, myself and two other ladies, and the medium. I think her name is Patty. And as we sat down, you know, it's kind of quiet, it you know, was doing its tipping thing here and there, spelling out names and whatnot. Then all of a sudden the table took a real turn into me and it, star- it was almost like a hug and it started spelling the name Mark. So the gal Patty, who's the medium, looked at me and she said, do you know a Mark? And I said, yeah, I do. My very first boyfriend, very sweet. We were, I think, 15 years old. And I thought, huh, that's weird. So as a medium, she could look, you know, she could feel his presence. I saw and felt his presence. So he's in the room with us. And he's telling us between using the table and communicating through in spirit with both of us, and I can communicate to spirit as well he showed us how he had died in a very bad accident. He was riding a motorcycle. And what happened, he had such um, bad head injuries that he was lost between realms. He hadn't fully crossed over. So what we did at that table tipping, if you can imagine, we literally communicated with him and we crossed his soul over. And what was interesting for me is I knew his family very well. Our families were, were friendly. And as that light appeared and he starts walking into the light, his family came forward. So I saw his mother, his father, uh, the family dog, Julie. I mean, they all came through to welcome him back through the tunnel. And I'll never forget, Mark stopped as he was going into the tunnel before he went into his whole family. And he turned around and he waved and he was gone. The light disappeared it was the most amazing table tipping session. I've never done it since. I'm thinking, how do you top that? But that was all through table tipping. We crossed mm-hmm. his soul over. So it was quite remarkable.
0: This is good. My grandmother probably, you know, years ago, um, biological grandmother. Because you know, I was adopted. Oh My right. Biological right. grandmother. She was a medium back back then the day. And you can imagine we'll sit around the table, you know around a big oak table or whatever but it's it's fantastic i do miss it i don't miss the rest of it but i do i do miss that sort of stuff you know maybe a up again but uh, you you also at a bookshop didn't you Anne? which you say i think you asked me to go down there and, yes uh, talk yes about the, the ghost is or something
3: i mean very interesting that um I took over. I I had wanted that secondhand bookshop as soon as I walked in the door, sort of 20 years earlier. And um, my dear friend, I became very good friends with the owner and he promised I would take it eventually. But um, he just didn't want to give it up. And then, bless him, he got cancer and phoned me and said, right, you know, do you want to just. He literally got up and walked out and I sat down, you know um but then sadly the owner of the shop died and um it was all left to charity so we all got kicked out you know so oh. i had to relocate and there's two things to that um i know his widow won't be listening but uh i i had to dismantle all the shelves that he'd put up i had to take all the books that you know he'd put there and and that day, I was so sad, but he was there. There's no doubt about it. He threw two books off the shelves that were very relevant to me, because one of them landed next to me, and I thought, "Right, you, I'm going. I'm I know you've done this. I'm going to see what it is." And I turned it over, and it was really personal. And then another one. Um, I just knew he was there that day. But um, I then found another premises in an old almshouses. It's still there in town, Um, 1600s it was built, I think, Um, for the poor of the town, you know, old ladies mostly who were destitute. And um, there was definitely someone in there. And and it was an old lady, I'm sure. And and I sat one day because I would be open when there was no one else in the building. And um, one day I just heard this voice go, you and your diseased heart. And I thought it it actually really upset me because, of course, then you start feeling it's me. You know, there's something going to happen to me. But um, I think it was just someone who'd been saying it to someone else. I don't know. Um, You know, I felt the room that I had in particular. You could imagine where there'd been two beds, probably an older lady and and perhaps a slightly younger widow. Um, And I felt it was this older lady. Um, was just being nasty you know so so that was why I had asked you to come along see if you could tell her to clear off in your (laughs) in your inimitable way but um, but sadly as Covid came along um, you know I just wasn't getting the customers and I closed just before lockdown Um, so that was sad but as I say things you know one door closes literally and another one opens so I'm very happy with where I am now.
0: And there you're with us.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> anyway, yeah, mm. but no, it's good Good to have you on it. Good to see you.
1: Mm.
0: Miles, you're sitting here? Yeah. Jumping at the bits. Come on, look. <laughs> well, I've had many experiences.
1: Um, I think the most scary experiences I've ever had was when I was um, ge- geocaching in range and Forest and I was going up on the... The ufo trail um to um all my caches for um, for people and i was hiding it and i just had this really eerie feeling that i was being watched so i turned around faced it right and i started like okay is this like a person or is it like you know an animal so i started walking as soon as i got to this to the tree line all the birds just stopped making sound. I was like, okay, and I just had this really eerie feeling that someone was watching me through the tree lines, and you could, you could kind of see like a, just a shadow. You couldn't really make out what well, it was, just a shadow, but really tall. This this shadow thing, and it was only for like a split second. I saw it, and it just it just disappeared. Um, but I got the feeling like. was watching me and i was i was seeing it and um i quickly went okay that's it i'm getting out of it and i'm not staying in these woods with this thing so i just literally did my thing got out the woods um got in the car and just left it and now i've i've been back to that spot but i wouldn't go back on my own i took some firemen's came with me so i was fine but when i was when the incident happened, I noticed, like, the woods are fairly, like, it was very active, but when I came back, it was just so quiet, like, there was nothing, no lot of activity. Before I had this occurrence, I did have some activity, but not as scary as this, what I've had. Obviously, I've been haunted occasions, I've never been chased out in, air in my life. But when I went to the forest and went and did that experience, that actually scared me to the point I was like, "Okay, I'm leaving these woods at all." But I've been camping there for like the least probably for eight years, and I've never been scared to that that degree of actually just leaving. And
0: that well, that I have was, to say, Elaine. Oh, Elaine's put there. Look. We've all seen things like that, Miles. while well, we've been there. You're not alone. It's it's very quiet now at the moment. I was there last week, but uh, have you ever been there, Anne, as you live inside? Yes,
3: yes, on the UFO trail. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, still can't get my head around whatever it was there.
0: See, I've got some photographs for your magazine. Unbelievable.
2: got good, ones
0: only the camera saw him. I didn't see him. I've got monks and all sorts of things uh, and I did send send one to um some paranormal group they said it was what's that parrot not paranoia would they call it parrot oh, yeah
3: that's it yeah.
0: I thought you were talking absolute nonsense mm. so miles you're not alone my friend. yeah but I've visited
1: that site multiple times and never actually been that scared before. I've always been comfortable in the woods, and I had that uh, experience.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to go into what I've had down here, but I mean the last one I saw was a a woman who who, who actually ran in front of me along one the top track. That was um, a couple of months ago, but no one could run along those tracks. No, nobody, nobody could run across. There's just no way. But um, and the other thing is the picture of my with my daughter, but though that. Person standing next to her, don't know what that is either. Apart from that, though, it's, it's gone very quiet. Yeah. But um, hey, but uh, um, it's nice that someone we don't know, never met before, has come out and telling us that they're having these experiences, isn't it? I
1: think mean, I've had that experience, and then I had, I was um, going, I was actually driving at night. Um, because normally i go at night to and there's like deers around at the edge of the woodland. Mm. And I was just driving around at the night. And um, it wasn't actually a scary experience. It was kind of, it was very comforting in the way that I just literally said something in my head. And I went, mm-hmm. so what are these, you know, people, you know, these aliens, what people see? I was like, what actually are they? So as I was going past this wood, I then got to the point as you turn off to go into the woodland, into the UFO trail, and this voice came in my head. And I then immediately got this feeling of this. Only way I could say it was a being, but not... It was kind of... It was a nice, loving being. It wasn't like a malicious being. And it just said... Um, it was mostly talking about the what people saw like these orbs, like, where they just disappear, And it's saying, we're the ones we're the ones in charge of these all people see and then that's the only mess of ever had. and then it just after that message nothing and it was it was quite interesting how i i aren't i asked in my head but i got a, that response
0: which is pretty Sounds. what do you think kathy it sounds quite yeah critical. you know that's that's
2: how they'll communicate miles um i've I'm a contactee, and um, it's all telepathic when they speak to mm. you. Um, and so I'm not surprised to hear that. So interesting. It was quite
1: shocking, because so I wasn't ex- going to uh-huh. expect an answer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and that's how it is. Um, you know, the conversation I had with the being I encountered was amazing. And that, it came across, like you mentioned, it came across with this extremely happy. He was yeah. very happy to was- see me. He was happy that I wasn't afraid. And this is what he tells me telepathically, that now he could show himself to me because I wasn't holding any fear and that he emanated this sense of love. I mean, it's it's bizarre. You would have thought you would be afraid. And I look back on this encounter and it was absolutely beautiful. And and, and whenever I tell the story, I I feel I have to say, because I have dear friends who have been abducted who have had very frightful um, exchanges with these um, beings, and so I understand that you know my experience. Um, you know, I think is 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 not the norm for for a lot of people. But like for you, Miles, to know that, yeah, I mean, this this being just communicated such happiness.
1: Hey, I, it was I, wonderful. Never, never saw it, but just it communicated, mm-hmm. and it was quite at the moment. I was just sitting and going. Like, is this actually happening? Like, is, this, yeah. is it actually communicating with me right now? I was so shocked. But It was, it was a very short conversation. It wasn't like a, a long conversation. It, it, like, I got the feeling like it answered my question and then kind of just said, okay, I've answered it. I'm going to go now.
0: Well, Derek's put it up here. But my first time for the forest about 12, 14 years ago at night and we went round to track 12 I well, didn't know it was track 12 then but you know, well, yeah and the story put and a voice there was about 10 of us and a man said to me i was told would you please leave the ancients and aliens alone and he that was but i was the only one i heard him and i i left that forest and i went back to the earth six seven weeks later on my own yeah. Derek reminded me of that because uh, wow. Derek would have been going there for a, quite some time. I think Elaine would know. I think the night before that, her brother and Derek's brother, I think he was attacked by something. But Derek oh may come God. back and tell us about that. So, um, but you know, I, I go there. I went there. I was my home. Just have a have a ride down there and um oh. It here come the questions, guys, what we like. When these beings disappear, can you feel a shift in the energy? I I definitely did.
1: Definitely felt the shift as it, I didn't see it, it appeared. And I just felt it was there, but there was nothing physical there. I just felt this being was here. And the energy shift was wonderful, actually. It was this love and care that just came through. I was like, "Please don't go, just stay," because I love this this, this energy. <laughs> and um, it said it its message, and then as it quickly came, it quickly just disappeared. There was an energy shift, and when it left, the energy just kind of went back to like normal.
0: <laughs> do you wow. live near the, Do you live near the forest, by the way? I live quite
1: close to the forest. Quite close. Well, okay. Yeah, because I I camped there, as I said, for eight eight years there. And I've never felt nothing in that woods at all. I've been around the year trail probably multiple times and felt nothing. and then I've had these two experiences and I was like, wow, but I've never
0: okay oh, 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 yeah, Kathy, look, instead of going coming over all these these conferences that you've been to and all this, the same old same old come in the summer, and we'll get a big tent and we'll all go down there camping. Mm. sure
2: (laughs) i'm game you know ever since i met you alex and and we've been talking about rendlesham and i have other friends that have gone and written about it and Mm. i've always picked up and i'm picking it up around you miles and it's interesting that your your camera is putting you as green um is that there is um i believe um i feel there's uh an elemental energy there and there's also a very prominent druid feeling to those woods and i know they're ancient i know that there have been you know druids associated with those woods in that area um for millennia um so i'm not surprised miles that you've had the connection you had um yeah, I feel a lot of elemental energy around you. So, you know, they, they, whoever they are, <laughs> the beings, um, you know, they identify that energy with you so that, you know, that I think that's part of why they were communicating to you is that you had been there for all that time yeah. and that you embrace their energy um, in a very kind way. Um, so, that you know, I'm not surprised
3: they communicated with you. I think that is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's. A, I find it a very peaceful place. There's some big, big trees, and you get the wind rustling through them. And you could go into a trance, I think, just if you stop your brain thinking all the time. Then I think um, it's almost like a portal, perhaps. You know that mm-hmm. that you can enter a different state of consciousness very easily. There, I
0: think. Mm carpet we got carpet up there that's probably saying take a take the carpet. carpet when you go camping
2: <laughs> jump on board the magic carpet yeah, yes. well,
0: or rough rough ground i don't quite know but yeah, no, it's interesting um i mean I'm, I'm, i've been going there for 14 years and it, i'm I'm fascinated with the place
1: absolutely it's very interesting it's like i just want to find out what actually you now happened
0: there know
2: are
0: they still here are they are they gone or do they pop in and out i i don't know it's very quiet at the moment i who knows what they're thinking so the last thing spirit i saw was probably about three months ago when a woman she just sort of glided across across the the top towards the um Cable green the fence yeah and I've heard, I've heard young women like chanting. There's no one there. Elaine's had her name called. Um, I've had things of something. Strange. Well, and um,
2: Alex, your picture of the monks, um, <clears throat> that felt extremely Druidic to me. Um,
3: yeah.
0: The, the thing with the monk picture, when when all I know is. Uh, I just took this picture I, You know, it was taking snaps that's what I do anything but of course along with that picture was that funny looking animal that big airy thing, mm. thing yeah that, that lay, was creepy lay, laying across the path but I've had to cut that to get the monks all in and I remember there was, must have been Elaine maybe Derek a couple of other people now if that thing had been lying there we'd have fell over it wouldn't we if you see what I mean, yes.
1: Yeah. But
0: the camera picked it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cameras also picked up something looks like a looks like a big ape coming through, coming out of the trees. Um, I, I've
1: heard that from multiple people who have camped at and Forest. They said they've seen this ape just
0: literally just dart through the trees. Looks like an ape, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll have to put these. I've got these pictures up on here. I'm not going to. I won't put them up now. But unless you want to have a look at them, but. What I'm saying is, oh, I have seen things, but it's not, it's the camera. And where the big, big um, looks like a big crater. And I know people probably think oh, I'm mad or on drugs or something, but I can assure you I'm not. I might be a bit mad, but I'm not on anything. Two German airmen appeared <laughs> and they said, we're sorry for what we've done and what we were gonna do. And they told me the aeroplane, I think it was a high ankle, that crashed and apparently a high ankle did crash near woodbridge near near the forest and of course it was obviously flying into woodbridge airbase it obviously been hit and people say yeah you make it i'm not making up this is what happens it's you just out of the blue same as what happened to me the other day kathy I was talking telling you about here in this
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was that's and the living, a
0: that strange really, one that was really odd. So, I don't think if you go looking for it, like they give ghost go hunting and all that, I can't we? You, you don't need to look for them, do you? If, if no. they want to They're show like themselves, you, to like they,
3: there, yeah.
0: they, will, they will show they know we're there. Mm-hmm.
3: I go dowsing with a local group, um, fascinating people. Um, you know, they've got a range of beliefs and uh. And they're really big on elementals, um, particularly a couple of them who who communicate with them and and help them when they need help with negative energy spots and so on. But there's one of the guys, um, he really is an expert on cryptids um, and he will say in that situation, maybe you'll get him on as a guest if he wants to do it sometime, but he sees them as interdimensional. So, yes. um, so for him, you know, when people say, well, how come I don't see these things, you know, how come there's, there's, they're just hiding in that patch of woods, you know, uh-huh. give me a break. And he says, well, no, because they'll sort of blip in and blip out and, and he can see them sometimes as shadowy shapes and sometimes, you know, communicate with them. Um, is we just don't cam- know, do
0: we? We just don't know it's what dimension Comes in and well, out of the it It's like a pool, isn't it? But comes yeah. the camera. The camera picks it up. That's the funny mm. thing in it. The camera. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but the camera picks up. So mm. if there is a portal there, oh, I, I can't look into all this sort of stuff because you, you know do you read him, but um, I just know that the yeah. camera's there.
3: I mean, is that why they came? You know, is that why the UFO came to that place? Um, I mean... uh we used to know an old XRAF guy who worked in the radar stations along the board Z sort of line. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. told us a story, which at, at the time we just took to be, you know, a, a sort of an anecdote, but it was about how between two radar stations, I think it was during the war, something moved at a speed that was not possible, was not humanly possible. And actually it, it's on the internet now as a famous case, you know, the, the news is out that that, did actually happen but he was there you know and and he said there was nothing that could move that fast between two radar stations yeah i think
0: when we had john burrows the airman one of the airmen at rendersham that night i think he said something had moved on the radar if i recall at some Um. awesome speed
1: Mm. yeah Mm
0: anyway it's just somewhere nice to go i might go down this week i don't know mm. i don't know about these storms going down, I I will, but, uh, <laughs> there
3: might be some trees down yeah
0: but you know it's not just that part there's other parts that are a bit creepy in that forest trust me
3: mm.
0: but, um yeah so some other stuff going on in there. but maybe if a few of us go down here you know mm. might have a wander but it's so easy to get lost in there yeah well, yeah you know so uh, if you're on your own, i I like to stay where the bits I know.
1: I think I just stay on the path. I wouldn't attempt to go in the woods because oh, don't okay.
0: get lost. That's it. Yeah, that's well, is it. it, is it you see, we'll, we'll probably go camping there in the summer. Not be caffeine. We'll, we'll go down here. We get caffe over here.
2: Make it glamping, I might nice.
0: consider it. <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> not there.
1: There. Right, Anne? At least have
2: some electrical um, outlet <laughs> somewhere. <laughs>
1: Them pain oh, no. on nice <laughs> <There you go. laughs> now i I did know someone who actually came forward to me um, he's been it's been rent probably this is his last time he's ever gonna go back to it because it kind of did scare him out. and he I was talking about my experiences I had this contact I had, and he went, yeah, I've had not not the same, but I've had these entities that came and approached him and they said, we're searching for something and he keeps saying they keep going about searching for something and he it kind of creeped him out he was like "Right, right i'm actually i'm scared now and this is like as he was walking through the forest and he just kept he said it was almost like they're not shouting but they kept going on and going on about it they were searching for something and he just he said look i don't know what you searching for but i don't have no part in it so he quickly just left the woods and got out of there. And he said um, to me that he would never go back there because he said it was like they're talking right in your ear and he, and he didn't like that. They were talking like here, but he said there was no one
0: there. And he that's, just didn't like that. That's, that's what happened that night. There was someone spoke to me in my ear. Leave us alone. God, I've only, been here. Yeah. I've only been here five minutes. I've never been here before. Mm-hmm interesting. Alexis. I have
2: to say Alex, I'd almost be a little nervous as to what I'd pick up in there. Um, I mean, I know some of you folks, I've spoke of this before in the show, is that I live on um, Native American land of the Wampanoags, and I see them all the time in the woods here when I'm out walking the dog, and she sees them too. Um, so, god knows <laughs> what i'd be seeing the Rendell shop <laughs> and uh who would be talking to me but um yeah I, I i already have some active woods by me i have to say not as old and ancient as as over there but they're 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 kind of busy the wampanoags show up <laughs> you
0: know they're everywhere and they're everywhere what happens here where i live where well where i've lived all my life and i've that was my daughter someone said yesterday is it you or is it them i think it must be me because they must be wherever i go but it's it. all my life i think say. it's a
2: combination of both to be well, quite honest they, with you they, yeah. they think
0: he's, he's not such a bad bloke really
3: you're tuned in though aren't you i mean your your, yeah. whole, your psychic ability shows you've I got know, that.
0: I, I, and, I do that. and they know I
3: that they
2: see I don't, that.
0: I, don't, I, don't try, I don't try and tune in I don't, you know, uh, nothing like that. I, I don't know. It just happens. Uh, what happened to me last Thursday? Oh, it was really, really freaky. And when I when I nearly died, 2021. I mean, I I know what I saw. Know what was coming. Mm-hmm. But here I am, still here, making a nuisance mm-hmm. of
3: myself. You've and, got work um, to do, Alex. Got work to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the other thing is that, you know, people, and I don't know how it all works. People have seen me in their their houses. I don't even know where they live. Mike Millwood on here, we were going to meet at Rendlesham one day, but it got cancelled for some reason. Mike went past Rendlesham and he saw me in my car, but I weren't, I was here. Mm. Uh, How does it all work? I don't know. I don't Mm. know. And that's what this channel, how we started this channel, you know, all the usual messages Mm. that people might want to know, like I did, why is this happening? Still haven't got many many answers, but it's fun talking about it and Mm -hmm. somebody might have some answers.
3: The trouble is, I think, um, you know, the scientists now with their quantum physics and their spooky Mm. entanglement and their, you know, things can... Be split and be here and there and and you know, interact and uh, but but it's beyond most of us, isn't it? You know, to actually say, well, look, surely that proves what we've been saying all along that you can be in two places at one time. You know, yeah, I think-
0: I multi dimensions. Yeah, yeah. Mike, he, he said he even phoned me to find out why I'd left Rendlesham. <laughs> I've not I been there. Uh, weird. There you are. It's, uh, it's the way, it is, isn't it? It's, it's all fun, okay. I suppose. But um, no one's had any answers yet. Well, can you hear that wind, that wind's going mental out there. Yeah? Yeah. It's getting yeah. worse. We're not used to these sort of things here, are we? No. A bit like like being in America, Cathy, with those tornadoes. It's
2: like you're in Kansas, <laughs> <laughs> the land oh. of Oz,
0: huh? <laughs> I uh, when we were just finishing this gig down at Daytona. It was a Saturday afternoon. Someone said to me, if you were a freight train coming, and there aren't many freight trains down here. Yeah. It's yeah. a tornado. And this afternoon yeah. and these whacking great balls of ice came Whoa. And, it, and I think it New Smyrna, I think it was New Smyrna, the, the next town along. And um, that was Saturday afternoon. I didn't go out till Monday. But I saw cars arriving there. I thought the Americans are out, it must be all right, but that was pretty freaky. What going to say? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I have to tell you, it's funny. I brought up Kansas. My daughter lives in Kansas now. She's been out there for um, about three years now. When I went out to visit, I mean, holy cow. I mean, there were so many tornado sirens going off. And then, like you said, Alex, huge balls of ice just dropping from the sky and the winds whipping up. I mean there were times when I'm like saying my prayers that please God get me back to the hotel without getting sucked up into this whirlwind. I mean it's, yeah, one it one
0: minute it was like severe weather degrees. there. And then all of a sudden, well that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Whoa. Still picks up my stratocaster caster. I don't care about anything else. Get guitar. <laughs> but um So I'm just looking at some some stuff here. Ah, Elaine said, "Do you reckon with increasing weather, the energy picks up more spirit connections?" Mm. Don't know. Don't know. Well, if they got any sense, they won't would they stay where they are? But anyway, where are we? Anything else, uh, Anne? You need to. You want to. Speak to us about.
3: Um, well, yeah, just sort of saying about some of the interesting people that, you know, pass through your life and have an effect on your life. Matthew Manning was certainly one of those. And um, they're supposed to be making a Hollywood film about him. But, um, you know, because there was the writer's strike, that's all being delayed. Um, wow. Scarlett Johansson's company's involved in that. Just about the period when he was like a teenager and, you um, You know, even when he was at boarding school, the the other kids in the dorm, they would be moved with their beds across the dorm. You know, Um, these incredible things. But, of course, because there's no footage of it, people are so sceptical. They won't believe anything. And now, of course, with deep fakes and AI, no matter what you do, um, people are not going to believe you. So I don't know where the future goes. You know, Cathy, I don't know how you can prove anything anymore. I'm I'm on a Zoom course with a chap in America um in Arizona called Father Nathan Castle. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. Um, he's a, a Catholic priest, but he is just the most amazing. I'm not religious at all. But please look him up because yeah. he's involved in soul rescue, like you were talking about. Okay. And um, it started, he's he he started having these vivid dreams of people dying, you know, and um and he came to realize that they wanted help to cross over. And and he's now written three books of examples, the case stories, with their permission. Um he's and because of course he's a Catholic priest, he has to word everything really carefully and not be seen to be um communing with the spirits for the wrong reason you know i mean basically he's a channel basically
1: um
3: i wouldn't say he goes into trance but he's channeling there's no doubt about it but he's got to be really careful what he says Yeah, and what was his last name again father nathan castle and he's got a podcast sorry sorry alex (laughs) he's got a podcast called the joyful friar Um, well worth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just people who you know the more you look the more you you think why is this not on the world news yeah why are people not sitting up paying attention and going well that's it you know because he's getting um uh impressions of the afterlife and what happens there that you know you're taken care of your guardian angel pulls you out of your body at the crucial moment if you're in a smash so you don't suffer, you know, and, and then you're cared for in a hospital if necessary. You know, they, they can create any theme. You can eat and drink if you want to. You don't need to. But, you know, it, it's like a dream state. But just incredible work going on. Um, George Chapman from the past, I'm in touch with his his son Michael. George used to channel a doctor um who was recognized by his friends from when he was alive. You know, when he when when this George Chapman was allowing the doctor to speak through him, he was a totally different person, you know. Um I, I could go on, but there's just so much evidence. And yet, you know, we're we're bashing our heads against a brick wall of the skeptics who just won't listen, just don't want to know. Yeah.
0: Well, we you know we'd and be, we'd all be putting it in in the funny farm, wouldn't, yeah.
1: We? Oh, witches, yeah. wouldn't we? Yeah. Oh, we'd have
3: been as <laughs> witches, wouldn't we?
2: I like to say to these people, and I've said it to them, um, your truth is your proof. And you know what? In my book, that's all you need. Um, you know. I mean, it's your experience. It's your truth. And anybody that has these extraordinary experiences, why would you lie about that? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, I get it. Some people would. Um, But an honest person having these incredible experiences are just sharing what they've done. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't always have, you're not always in position to have a camera. To have somebody with you that can verify that you're you know what's happening they're seeing and and or you're taking pictures uh because oftentimes i know with my contacts i have with the um you know galactics they they control what you can take a picture of i can't tell you the times where i'll go out there and i'll have a camera and i there was a mothership over my house and i thought oh my god i ran i was out my outdoor courtyard i run in the house to get my my camera i put my iphone on well i guess what i thought was video and i'm i'm capturing this mothership above my house and i'm thinking to myself holy cow this is like the most and it just put it into the clouds it was yeah. amazing. It was so big that literally I could go in the house, come back out, and it's still going over us. Wow. And I go in the house. I'm all excited. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is groundbreaking footage. Nothing. Not a Interesting. Not, God, yeah. Not, nothing. I'm like,
1: when the, what?
0: When nothing, the, what? Nothing. What, and what, I, know,
2: I know you guys out there. I know Bill, bill our alien bill, it, it happens. They control okay. that. You know, they don't
0: well, want you to see or share. They don't let you. We well, was at Ben Waters, I was with a security guard and another guy. I didn't know him. <clears throat> at 11 at night, I would had the camera around my neck, right? I told you, and that ship came above us. <laughs> and I, I didn't even think about taking a picture, if you saw what I mean. And then we just watched it go into segments. And I thought, why well, didn't I take it? Bit before that, we've seen a, a a UFO. Actually, the other back end of the forest. Two of us. Now, went to get get the camera out of the car, and it went Like they know. And it had been sitting there. You just can't seem to get the proof. Mm-hmm. It's annoying, Kathy. And it? it's really the uh, same as these pictures <laughs> I have on my cameras. Like you say they decide if you're going to see or the camera's going to see these things
2: yeah i think so
0: uh, I, don't know. I think it is quite quite fascinating really quite fascinating but you know that's what we're here for chit chat about it and people to open up really jcb oh no sorry job I've got spots <laughs> on me things job um yeah. No, oh, I think it's and not think Johnny Lane's thing is all like these white spots.
3: So but do you no. think uh Kathy, do you think that there there is any kind of um that, that they're looking at us like some sort of specimens? Because we, we must seem so behind, you know, so I I don't want to use any sort of word like retarded, but we're so behind them in technology and, um, you know, they're so far advanced. What, what are they bothering with us for? Are they, are they trying to educate us?
2: I think that's part of it, Anne. Um, I I did a a memorial piece on Paul Hellyer, who was the Canadian um, minister of defense. And this was back in the sixties. And he He had accounts of of things being seen and he wrote about it. He was one of the most highest level people to start talking about what he sees. And the biggest thing that they were telling him that he felt it was we had the word job on there, right? It was his job to let the world know that their biggest fear is that we, with our um, nuclear capabilities, are going to blow ourselves up. And anytime we use nuclear um, devices, like with with World War II in Japan, they show up, yeah. and a lot of times they'll shut down any activity. But that is hands down their biggest fear that they are out there letting certain people know, and you know, and you know, even in 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 the U.S. here, they are. Uh, with Grouch, you know, his, his, mm-hmm. um, testimony up at, you know, this the, in Washington and it's coming out. And so I think we're going to see a big disclosure coming that I think Ian they're they've been communicating to key people all the way going back to Eisenhower and before that, Absolutely. you know, they're helping us, they're protecting us. And I hope to God it still happens because I'm getting nervous because look at the world. I mean, it's crazy. And yeah, we need them, you know? So I, I'll often go out in my courtyard and I'll talk to them. I know I probably look like a loony to But half the time they'll. Well, You've been on
0: it, haven't you?
2: There you go. You brought me here.
3: We're and all the world I'll
2: to flash see. The Lights, yeah, they'll flash. You know, they'll flash three lights at me, and I know it's them. And I'm like, hey guys, you know, keep us safe, please. Can Can <laughs> yeah. you call them,
3: Kathy? Because Chris Bledsoe reckons he can call them, doesn't he? So would they turn up if you called them?
2: Sometimes that's happened. Um, I'm still angry about not getting a shot of that mothership, I'll tell you. I, and they know I'm mad on that. But yeah, they, you know, it's not in that they've come down and been like, ah, here we are. But I did have that alien encounter, that one on one experience, Miles, like you did, that, you know, and, and the message he communicated to me, and this will speak to your question, Anne, too, is he told me, and this happened in Egypt. He told me that they have come in peace and love for humankind and that they helped seeded the planet. They helped establish ancient civilizations all over the planet and that that they're here to help us. That was his message to me. And I've written about this experience. And because I think that message needs to get out, you know, and I think a lot of people who are in power all over the world, they need to have fear be their controlling factor over Mm. all of this. And it's a shame because it doesn't have to be that way. Um, At least that's been my experience, but they're, they're subtly trying to let us know stuff like, you know, they're communicating to everyday people like miles, like me, Mm. like all of us, you know, we might, a lot of us have probably had encounters and didn't know it and, or seen things in the sky. And um, yeah, I think it's, I think they're
0: out there trying to help and give us oh, some definitely. warnings. Mm-hmm. Well, I like, think, Miles, um, Elaine Elaine, and myself, we we go down to Rendlesham. Uh, Mike Millwood, he come? Mike, he comes. You know, if you want to meet us down here one, one Friday, we kind of think it's every couple of weeks we go down. I would absolutely love to come.
2: That would be cool, guys. <laughs>
0: You too, Anne, but I mean, yeah, you know, if you yeah. want to come, Elaine, it's on my Facebook page, it's on Elaine's page, she'll, she'll put the dates up of there. We used to go once a month, but I'm not sure what we'll be doing this year. But um, if you want to meet us, you know, come down. Yeah. Yeah. We can all be all be scared together, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: film it, um, film Alex. It, yeah. How far is that from uh, the Sizewell nuclear power station? It's just up the coast, isn't it? Is it yeah, five miles, see, ten miles? How yeah, far? I, was
0: thinking, I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. The other day is this connection—I've
3: heard that before.
0: It's so that'd be going north. Yeah, because if if I'm at Dunwich, I love going to Dunwich. And you can, you're really on top of that power station there. Mm. Uh, Rendlesham, it's like Orford, Orford Ness, that's another place. That's uh,
3: yeah, so straight down the coast, it's not far, is it? But, uh, but, but Rendlesham, no, Cathy's right. Um, Steven Spielberg did four episodes in a series called Encounters recently, I think it's on uh, Netflix or something, and and he did one episode. I saw it. You saw it. Was it Fukushima that there were people saying that there were, you know, UFOs appeared, and it seemed to make sure that the the you know explosions and the after effects weren't as bad as they could have been. Yeah, they'll shut down the nuclear.
2: um, I forget what they call them, but they're like usually in big um, buildings, and they'll shut down. You know, if Mm -hmm. someone's tried to use them, Um, they've interjected.
0: Um, Sue's thing yeah. up here, it's rare for reporters to relay information in newspapers, let alone other media. It's frustrating because they, the media, are not accepting of the overwhelming evidence. Do they think agree, the yeah. should not know because they probably know more than it's being relayed to the world?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I so. agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah and we 've got um in the dowsing group in the British Society of dowsers there's a guy called Adrian inkeldon Weber um, he does a lot to do with geopathic stress and healing houses. Um, through dowsing and, and through, he says, you know, he's in contact with the management or those upstairs. He, he gets a lot of intuitive guidance on earth energies, ley lines and so on. But um, but he also did some dowsing on a map, I think it was. Um, and the very famous dowser, Hamish Miller, um, identified that around power stations, there were energy lines. And, and by sort of asking their guides, they said, you know, their ufos draining the energy are they getting something in from the power stations and and the message they got was yes they weren't doing any harm but they were getting something from the nuclear power stations that was helping them yeah
2: you know i'll share briefly um i think a couple years ago i shared this story But it relates to what you're talking about, Ian. My father was in the Marine Corps, um, and as a kid, we were stationed to a um, submarine, nuclear submarine base in Connecticut. And when I was there, there was one morning, I'm walking to school all by myself, which was kind of odd. But when in front of me, right before I hit where my school is, on this naval base, uh, nuclear base, this huge cigar-shaped craft appeared, Mm -hmm. just appeared. And the sunlight was glinting off of it. It kind of had these dark ends, and it was just sitting there. And I'm Mm. standing there. And it's funny, I didn't have fear, necessarily. but And I'm just taking note, but no sound. Um, I must have stood there looking at this thing for a little bit of time, because then all of a sudden, I have the sense that I'm late for school. And I start running to school. And that's when it disappeared. It Mm. just went. And, but there is that connection with the nuclear submarine bases. And so, you know, fast forward many years after I went down that rabbit hole and I investigated that base, it's, um, new London, um, submarine base and the sightings are off the charts for, for, um, all for hundreds of years, um, because of you know, not hundreds of years, but quite a ways back when that base was established um, of um, craft sightings there. Very yeah. active area because of nuclear.
1: I've had a, um, it just, glitches just came back to me. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen probably one, not really a craft, it was in the distance behind my house in this field. And I just assumed it was a helicopter because they do military training around where I live. And it was just this red orb and it kept going backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing was, it kept changing color. So it went from red to orange to green, but it was just moving. And and the really really, um, interesting thing was that when I made eye contact and saw it, it just stopped. And then, for like probably like roughly just for like 10 minutes, we just stood. I was just watching it and it just kind of faded, like just disappeared. Actually, I my mum went out and she saw it as well. So, but I, I couldn't get a picture because I had cameras up and they didn't catch nothing. <laughs> like,
0: so your guys, yeah. Miles. Walkers down from Forest, make updates. Right, meet at 10 45 first car park, <clears throat> Friday, February 16th, April 12th, June 20th, August 16th. Oh, we used to go every oh, we're only going once every two months now. Anyway, there you are. There's some dates if you want to come. Yeah, I'll definitely come. Yeah, oh, we'll I'm always up and down here, you know, I was flitting around down here, so. Be interested in that take you along, Miles. you never know we might get some uh, activity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and I wanted to add, um, that I think it was it a four part series that's on Netflix? Yep. that yep. was that was cool. And the thing that um it really struck me and and James Fox has done a couple of uh, documentaries on obviously the subject of 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 craft sightings and whatnot. But oftentimes, what happens, and they featured this in one of the episodes, that it happens at schools. Yeah. These yes. Ships, and the children are allowed to see them, and they'll have interaction Ooh. with these beings coming out of the ships. I know that's part of one of James's um, um, documentaries.
3: There was and a so South African I, school, wasn't there? Yes. Uh, there was one, in, yes. and one in Wales, where yes. so, so many children companies. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and I think because. You know, they're innocent. They're they're they don't have the the shutdown that mm-hmm. you get when you become an adult. They're much more open to everything, and and so I think that could be part of it. You know, the, and I think these beings feel that they can show these children themselves, and there's the the, the beings don't have any fear because they're children. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, I would recommend what what's the name of that again? Ian, I'm forgetting. The name of that.
3: It's called encounters.
2: It's good guys,
3: it's a good show Yeah, they did a good job I have to write write it In the same way as children obviously can see spirits um, You know, and and then mostly lose the ability Especially if they tell their parents And they're told to stop making things up (laughs) You know, so um, That age of innocence, yeah
2: Yeah, Yeah. I know it gets conditioned out of us It's a shame Um, But yeah, you're right, it does
0: by well, there we are, guys. We'd have to have a meet up down there if we can.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, and uh, see what see what happens. And um, I went down there last week and I took the e, EMF meter. And in, <clears throat> Andy codes me we were there in August, and more. It's the same place as we were. I put the meter on, and it was really going for it. K two mm-hmm. meter yeah i'll bring the dowsing rods (laughs) yeah
3: yeah
0: i I can't i don't know i don't know what to do with it well dowsing
3: rods you know it's really interesting because um i don't know about you kathy but when when people find out you're a writer you end up writing you know and uh so i joined this group and I, i said to them you know we should be making a record of like we would do a whole town and and you know look for earth energies and spirits and so on but there was no record of it so of course now i i do the record so but actually my dowsing has got so much better since then because um and if you watch any videos dowsing the more anxious you are and uptight and, you know, worried about getting a result, you'll get nothing. As soon as you just say, I'm looking for this or show me this and then try and forget it, then, you know, you'll be away and, and it will cross at the right time or point where. And the most uh, astonishing thing, I've only had this happen once, but um, the really good dowsers, they get to a, a what they call a node or a vortex of energy. And they're just holding one dowsing rod and it's spinning like a helicopter. And you wow. cannot fake that. You cannot fake it. So, yeah. um, so uh, Alex, that's possibly your problem is that you're too worried about getting a result. You know, you have to sort of just be blasé <laughs> yeah. about it.
0: Really. Yeah, I don't, I don't think too much about it. I'll, I'll, yeah. Or maybe I do. Well, before we go, Elaine's sort oh, ships. of ships. Yeah. So wow. they are spaceships. No, I, I, I don't know. We, 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 of course, I mean, I get my stuff. I don't know if you call it telepathically. I don't know how it, whatever it, however I work or did work. I suppose that's my way. And um, yeah, I don't know. Quite happy with that, really. Mm. Um, even though I don't, I don't do the public stuff anymore, I get a lot of stuff for myself now. Yeah. Lots of
3: stuff. But just you had back. a cabinet, didn't you, Alex? And you were doing transfiguration at one yeah, point. No. I mean, you oh, were yeah. really developing, yeah. Uh, uh, Seems a waste to me.
0: trouble <laughs> <laughs> is, oh, I agree, but how can I put it?
3: Let, let me tell you just one thing. My editor, I sent him an email at Christmas. Uh, we didn't didn't do cards. And bless him. He he emailed me back and thanked me for all my work and he said the spirit world has so few people they can rely on. I'll leave that with you. Well, oh wow. Well, that is I was I,
0: the thing is I was sitting on some how this channel began, it was called House from the sounds Cabinet. Or I sat in the cabinet, right? And I was with someone and just take because you, you got ask permission. Absolutely. You, you know I say do you mind if we film or take photographs and if we if we didn't I'll tell you it all went wrong and, mm-hmm. uh, and so I used to do this stuff and um, I wanted to take it further the, the trouble is you've got to, you've got to find people who will listen and not that I know it all because I don't quite know naffle to be perfectly honest but I think you've got to have, I think any physical medium is who it is. If you've got the medium, I don't care who it is, you, Miles, Cabby, whoever, Elaine, doesn't matter who the medium is. But you've got to just work for that person. It's no good flitting in and out of the box. Oh, I'll never go, I'll never go, you know. No. And I think you've got to have that, just that one person. But I it was developing nicely. I've got to be honest. And yeah, um, I've got photographs on here of, of it. I mean, there was there was smoke and mist coming round us. There was the transfiguration, which is a bit freaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's part to the good looks, Miles. You know what I mean, mate? You know, you don't get too involved with that. <laughs> you know, as <And>, um, <laughs> you, I, I probably had more chance when <laughs> I was looking like that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, you have fun, and, 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 and I, I believe the, the spirit people like to, have to laugh.
1: Mm.
0: And um, I can't explain transfiguration. I can't explain what happened in that cabinet. I can't explain what happened to me the other day, which was really—I told Kathy I—I'm I, not even talking about because I—I just don't know how this happened, but. Um, you know, when I had that near death experience, there was a a man sitting next to me for four days. Mm. People thought oh, you're nuts. I'm not nuts because I saw him. I also saw the tunnel with spirit people in. But but anyway, get back to the, the cabinet is finding people who will sit with you know, weekly, twice a week, three times a week. And you've got to keep at it.
3: Oh, for and, years, uh, sometimes, yeah, years.
0: Yeah. But mm. you, it's patience, but you can't have people keep. Oh, I'll ever go. I'll ever go. Um, I'm not knocking anyone, but I can understand that people mm. want to have, have a passion. Mm. And uh, but it's come to a stage now where I feel I've done my bit. It was the spirit people that told me to walk away from everyone. He said, we don't want you with, we don't want you with these people. Yeah. That was it. That's the end of it. We don't want you with them. For right. I don't know. I someone sitting there on my own. I would take, maybe take photos and um, film, but I don't know what to say. And apparently when I used to do the, the, the stand, stand up stuff, you know, my face would change as well. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: As you get in, i, I would work. say
2: to you alex um, I've, I've spirits also, guided you you're yeah, here definitely. you know they're protecting you you're here you have a platform you have a voice you have a job yeah. you're doing it you know i and don't I think hope. they wanted you to waste your time with the spiritualist mm. stuff. That's you, you know agree. you were you were done with that you knew that yeah uh,
0: and i also feel that sitting in that cabinet so you do get pulled about a bit, and mm. I think you know, as you're getting older, and that, and I don't know, I don't know, it's up to them. But now, when yeah. I'm doing this, and yeah. they'll, they'll give me some other idea.
3: It's all know. down to intention, isn't it? You know, why are you doing it? As soon as it's... ego comes in, you know, anyone's ego then, then you know, it's not going to work, really. Or as soon as money comes into it, I think, you know, um, that There's puts a thing. slant on it, doesn't uh, it? Uh,
0: if uh, you're uh, doing
3: th- it purely because you want to, you know, spread the word, you want to tell people what you believe and you've experienced, um, you know, you're doing that. Yeah, you're doing that.
0: And this is where it's all going wrong. And again, I'll probably offend a few people, but I couldn't give a toss, to be honest. It's all about money now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm and i watch people on facebook i say oh i'm fantastic i'm this one that one yeah really?
3: and I'm never wrong I never miss a beat you know <laughs> and that's and, a difficulty with mediums when you know they tell you oh and I gave this amazing evidence and uh, oh everyone was crying and cheering and clapping and you think oh I'm not the ones I've seen it's never that easy
0: well I I didn't ask to do this I didn't I would never have thought about doing this because I'm too scared of the spooks and mm. anyway that's that's part of why I'm still nervous on but I see a lot of people on there I call them legends in their own lunchtime. Mm. And I watched a program the other week on YouTube, I do some, some town somewhere. I mentioned this the other the other day. And all these people are going into a pub, into a back room. And it's all right doing these little spiritual churches, it's a piece of piss. You know what I mean? They just say, yeah, all right, yeah. But doing these other Gigs, if you like with someone maybe 100 people come in all looking at you
1: mm-hmm.
0: all wanting and 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 i've often i've had i've had stage fright a couple of times and i've been doing on the stage music since i was 14 and i have had stage fright because you look at these people and you think okay, i'm gonna do this
3: Nothing and wrong some of them you. are waiting for you to fail. You know, in an audience like that, yeah, there are. are some that were just sitting there, right, come on, That's you it. know, prove it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, offence to anyone. I mean, I've be the same. Go on him, prove it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think please, when I walk,
3: I'm I'm sort of thinking, okay, could this apply to me? You know, if this person's saying, um, oh, Doris is here, you know, mm-hmm. and she loves you very much, and, you know, and you're thinking, yeah, I mean, if if they're going to a woman who's got this outlandish hat and saying, um, well, you're a character, you you plough your own furrow, you go your own way, I'm thinking, exactly. well, I could have said that. But that's
0: not, that's not me. But if
3: know. they say... That's-
0: that's not like, mediumship.
3: He passed in a motorcycle accident, yeah, okay, and and then this and this and this. And and a lady um, locally here, she does Reiki, but she also is a most amazing medium, never advertises. And the first time I was with her, she told me things, you know, just inconsequential things, really, and I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, she's got it. She's different.
0: It, when I used to be, um, it stopped, stopped doing it. When I first saw sort of come out, I used to, if I'd be in the back of a car with somebody as they were going to have an accident mm. uh, and things like that. And I could, have, that's the proof, you know, you could say it was in this, I don't know, whatever, Ford, Grenada, or whatever. But what I'm saying is, uh, and I probably will upset a few people, but someone's got to say, mediumship, it's not about money, it's not even about messages, really it's kind of like we're talking tonight and trying to maybe suss things out and you know it's all part of the learning curve but it doesn't seem to be much now all i see is people asking for this asking for that and Mm. anyway i'm out of it and i'm finished with it and that's the end of it Mm. so do what they like now
3: there's a guy in America, uh, Doctor Chris, and I can't remember his name. Kathy, you'd probably know. He's now doing um, hospice care and bringing in the sort of um, what he's learned from near-death experiences, and it's helping enormously. Like you were saying, Alex, of having someone by your bed for four days. Mm-hmm. That this is, um, you know. That, yeah, those- sort of deathbed um, visitors that that is an acknowledged thing and this Dr Chris whose name I've forgotten, um, you know, he's run these massive studies and now in hospices, they acknowledge when somebody says, My mother's come to get me, they they say, I'm sure she has, you know, and, and helps that transition and and that's surely a big part of mediumship is to take away the fear of dying, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: yeah. Would That's say?
3: true, and
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and I have crossed souls over. Um, I had the absolute honor and privilege to have crossed my father's soul. That's a big story. I won't go into it here. But yeah, and and it and, and it's nice, Anne, because through the hot here, and we call it hospice care here in the States, they're recognizing that people are having these experiences as they're transitioning and that their loved ones are coming to them. Both my parents had episodes of that happening and it was remarkable to be part of it all. And then, you know, to cross my dad over uh, mm-hmm. was absolutely, hands down, one of the most incredible things I've done in this lifetime. So, and and as, you know, I was told I had a job to do and and, and I did that job and I helped him leave. He had ties to me and yeah, it was some, but it was an honor to help um, and mm-hmm. I think Kudos! More and more um, hospitals should have programs like that that allow the dead—you know—I'm sorry, the dying—to have you know to be recognized in what's happening to them as they transition. Um, it's, it's, also, um, it's
0: also good to talk about when I first started down those churches because I was being haunted, if you like. When I what, but no one would no one could tell me, and that's when I thought this is a load of load of nonsense. And it's nice, you know, you want to know why I'm seeing spooks, why aren't aliens or whatever noises and bumps in the night? No one could give me an answer.
3: That's where religion has failed, isn't it?
0: Well, it's because they're not what they say. Mm. And that's how I started this up. And I thought, well, I've got people to come on here. Miles' experience, yours, Cabby's, I've had people, we have people on here who. Sort of look at it, sort of scientifically. It, it, I've learned such a lot in the last sort of few years, you know, but it's not all about messages. It's it's all the other stuff that goes with it. And um, I remember talking to Janet, the M, from the Enfield Poltergeist.
3: Ah.
0: And she said to me, she said, you're the only one I'll talk to because you understand. Mm. And she went through a lot. And I went through similarly. But there you go it's um i've got my my thoughts and i can't keep them to myself so I'll
2: probably get it. you know alex can i share uh i i in a friday group i belong to we we were hmm. having this conversation so it's interesting that we're touching on it today as well um one of the gentlemen who's very knowledgeable um and and in he used the term and i have not heard the term before he called you know when 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 someone's dying and they're transitioning and having these experiences of seeing loved ones in spirit, it's called terminal lucidity. Ah am oh. yeah, and it's 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 becoming um a, a fact in science, you know that they are recording these um, interactions. and I, and I had never heard that term before, though, terminal lucidity, but it it captures exactly what's happening to these people. Mm. you know they're seeing they're seeing their loved ones. And their loved are coming for them, so it, I can think, you know, recognize it. I think it's 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 good that that's starting to happen. Yeah,
0: beautiful. And do you think we should start the um the centre up again?
3: I don't know. Um, I, I I did say to Neil one day I found that. Um, he seemed quite angry <laughs> some of the time, and uh, and I was looking for a more loving atmosphere. And he invited me to to lead. Uh, you know, I was talking a lot about Violet Flame at the time and um, those sort of invocations. And and he said, well, by all means, you know. And then he forgot about it, and I was scared, so I didn't do it. But uh, but it I would not, like, I hard, would right? love a circle <laughs> where it's people like you've got here now. Um, who are, you know, dedicated for the right reasons. Um, I'd love to join a group like that. I really would. But as soon as I start to see ego coming in, I'm out. You know, I'm out of there.
1: I've done um, spiritual healing before in oh. I've done spiritual healing before. I had healer came over, but she used to live across the road and she was, she was very good spiritual healing. So she came over and um, she did me and my mum, she healed me. Um, she also said like, um, cause we had we had a problem cause upstairs in my bedroom, I was doing meditation. And I was going through all the, all the stages of like zooming out. And um, basically I brought something through which shouldn't have come through. Mm. Mm. And it opened a portal in the um, chest of drawers, the window. And she had to come and close it. She said, look, you need to actually ask for protection. You don't just go into meditation because you don't know what's going to come through. And um, this do not what it was, came through and it had to get it. it took some time to get it, get it removed, but she, she did it before it got attached, mm-hmm. before it came a problem. So she actually came and actually removed it. And that's when she said, look, you need to do it in a circle. Don't do it on your own because you can
0: bring stuff back. I mean, I, I was talking about, we were talking about attachments a while back, but I believe, I mean, you could walk around the supermarket and get an attachment, I believe.
3: Oh, you? they say hairdressers, you yeah, know, hairdresser. people like that are so prone to it. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. There you go. the <laughs> supermarkets tomorrow, when I have to go up there. <laughs> ah, <Yeah. laughs> oh, Bruce. Hello, Bruce my mother-in-law asked my wife what do i do when i die where do i go i told her to follow her dog yeah. the dog is waiting for her the message from mill after she passed was tell bruce thank you a lot of people want to know how or what they do yeah And does anyone by the way anyone know a harriet because Harriet has come up on the <laughs> no?
3: oh uh yeah i had a great grandmother i think could well really? be I had her picture. Could be her. Well, we'll
0: take that. This yeah. is medium speak now. There you yeah, we we'll
3: go. <laughs> yep, um, we'll well, I, mean, um, I was out with the Dowsers uh, a few months ago, and um, we were just exploring my local town. And one of them said to me, um, You're not the first person in your family to be called Anne, are you? And I said, Well, as far as I know, yeah. You know, She said, No, there's another Anne here, like a grandmother or something. And I said, no, it's not my grandmother. And it wasn't till two days later I realised my grandmother's sister was called Annie, and we always called her Aunt Nance. But, um, but yeah, oh. you know, that that sort of thing, when that happens, then you take notice.
0: Yeah. You, you, it's for you. It's definitely for you. It's for you. Oh, take yeah.
3: One. Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to go down this road because no, no. I'm starting to see something now for that name. Don't um, do it anymore. You told me not to do it anymore.
3: <laughs> go, on, it. go on, describe A, what you see.
0: And attachments are energy, not spirit. There is no such thing as evil spirit. Yeah, I can't mm. think so. Yeah.
3: No, it's are. a tricky yeah. one, isn't it? Because yeah. as far as I, I understand. For sure. You are the same you when is. you cross over as you are here in the early stages. So, you know, you you end up mixing with people of your vibration, if you like, if you're of your kind. So um I think there are unpleasant entities over there, because they're not instantly angels, are they, when they cross over they got to learn in the school
2: well and you know if you go by the theory of multiple multiple dimensions um you know that opens up a huge field of of everything anything that can come through good bad Mm -hmm. otherworldly you know from the universe from beyond so it um it it literally opens up an incredible can of worms um alex i wanted to say derek had a really interesting comment um Um, about um, when he had a stroke um about an angel appearing kind of a similar story to yours Um, I I saw that. fascinating your
0: your your grandmother harriet she wasn't like a district nurse in her day was she riding around on a push bike by any chance
3: i don't know that no
0: or something similar to that just this, i feel quite strongly about this um
3: so i've got unlikely come up now
0: <laughs> oh there you go uh, hang on
3: is it the go bike on. you're fixing on or is it something
0: else no all i've got i'm just sitting here right and i don't, really don't want to and it's like um because she's probably a grandmother or maybe a great grandmother, but grandmother and i just say this lady come come and and he's got like a blue like a blue like a blue coat type thing and it's pushed by it. And it's I, I can only associate associate someone, who, you know, like a district nurse in the country. I don't know if she lives in a country, I don't know. But that's what it feels like. Well she was she was doing something anyway.
3: Right. I'll look into it yeah, look and report back.
0: And if it's wrong, don't bother telling me. <laughs> no, I can't explain. It's, it's just because she could sound like anybody. I want to have it more. Um, ah, yeah. when, there said When I had a stroke, Angel turned up every day in hospital dressed as a cleaner. Wow. wow I didn't know that. Mm.
3: Can you tell us more?
0: Yeah.
2: Earth us? angels. Yeah,
0: they're mm, there. Elaine book Derek where is where's my moderator <laughs> yeah. I've
3: um, I've been compiling a book of local ghost stories in my local town and um oh. there's one I won't give too much away but a chap in uh, in one of the buildings um twice had a bad fall and on both occasions saw a nun who came to help him and uh, and we believe the site was a hospital you know, ah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, but when they had the great big hats you oh, know, yeah. yeah, interesting oh yeah so. they'll
2: come through and help for sure
0: Um, mm. wow yeah interesting are oh, you enjoying yourself miles by the way yeah i am <laughs> I do. Very quiet, you? But, um, I've got know. many other I've got. So I said look, I said you you've got three women here tonight. You've got to get in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fire away.
1: <laughs> so obviously locally we've got the um local um not visual, um this really massive big house, the state house we've got Um, I knew the previous owners who used to live there and they said upstairs in the um, attic, they said they've not, not just the attic, but the lower levels, the house, they've had activity and they said, we don't go up, we don't go up up to that section of the house. We lock it because they're absolutely terrified because they've, they've heard boxes move, bangs, um, sounds and, um, they don't really want to disturb the um spirit so they just they've just locked it and said no one goes up there anymore and um, the new owners who took it over they've opened it up now and they're experiencing exactly the same but it's more what I'd say is now going down inside like, the kitchens the kids have been hearing sounds and um, one of the kids was approached something in their ear was said um but there's, it's it's kind of active down there. If you ever, I've been into that house. It was funny enough. It was a wedding, and it was like going back in time. That energy field. And I was speaking to one of previous owners, and they said, "Yeah, that that's one of the current things they have is that kind of back in time energy." And they said, "They have seen this woman who has." 've heard of heard of crying um she's walked not through well through walls but not through doors, but people members of the public have seen her there's a footpath that goes outskirt of the house and um people seen her out the window looking just looking at people out the window, but people have said it's like see-through, and it just just disappears a lot of lo- not all locals are telling you this. Cause some of the locals are very skeptical of it but majority of them will say that they have seen some stuff outside can't, can't,
0: it's not in the house can, can't you get us an invite down yeah. here i can it. ask we can go inside. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: could be fun huh yeah, I,
0: don't normally I have
3: never done a ghost hunt alex have you uh, done one who's oh, oh,
1: done I'd one really?
0: to. no no <laughs> i've always said i won't do it i mean they just it yeah. but, like, but it'd, it'd, it'd be interesting wouldn't it yeah. it'd be interesting to go around you
1: do a ghost story about mm-hmm. the whole it was apparently it was that apparently she took her life because her lover left her mm-hmm. it's apparently how the story goes but i didn't really go to it but i've spoken I've been really good friends with the um the previous owners and they they had peacocks and i was getting one of the peacock favorites and she would come up to me and she because she knows i'm in, interested and she would just, she would tell me things have happened you know, what she's seen sounds um the husband was very he 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 was kind of skeptical but he would basically ignore what was going on in the house he wouldn't acknowledge it whereas the wife would acknowledge it but just got on with their life it didn't really kind of affected them but they said we don't know people go up that floor but now it's been opened up so members of the public can actually when they do tours can go up to that section oh, i have miles can
2: i ask you a question about the house
1: yeah
2: i'm picking up on um did anybody um ever commit suicide in that house by hanging
1: but this house or the other house we're talking
2: The other house.
1: The Sorry. other house. Yes, yeah, some did hang in that house.
2: <gasps>
1: it, I it so has been confirmed was that, that. Did hang in talking. that house.
2: And it happened in the upper floors, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh okay.
0: Wow. what you're while you're you talking about that. Bill's hearing strange noise, but Elaine says ghost wind or mother nature
3: yes i heard <laughs> yeah <So laughs> I was a
0: not quite sure not quite sure as long as it's gone when everyone else is gone i don't want to be around my own for ghost noises no uh, i've
3: always found that interesting alex you used to say you didn't you just didn't want them bothering you you know you were I think,
0: no no i, I didn't wouldn't, want, no, I wouldn't no, use the word no, scared but I, I yeah so bothering me i just say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the biggest wuss in the business.
3: Yeah. And so what's, what's the problem? What, what be, is it you're because, worried
0: about? Well, because it started when I was about four years old. You know, back in the day, no one, you know, weren't like this. People, you had to go and see a psychiatrist or yeah. something. You know, there's something wrong with this boy. But it went on and it went on. And I've had some, uh, see, it'd be good for your magazine, what stories. Mm. I, I've had things that <laughs> terrifying, I think so. And that's why I ended up going to the Spiritist Church. But as I said before, going there was like as much use as a ashtray on a motorbike. You know, mm. we don't do that <laughs> here, dear. Well, what do you do, you know? And so I've been out looking for things all my life. and then I started doing this. And don't ask me how. And then I got involved with the mediumship and realized I could do it actually fairly easy. I didn't do all the the preliminaries, all the nonsense. It just happened. And then I started to see there's people I'm working with the contacts, like say with you, when we was at the center, they stand next to you so I could see who they were and then tell you. So it was much easier. Yes, I do get jumpy. And I had an experience here Thursday. I told Kathy about it. Uh, I can't explain it. Yes, they do make me jump. I can hear them in the air, I can hear them walking about. I, I, I don't know. It's just the way it is. And and yet, are was sitting in a cabinet. And uh, mm. but people who say people say they're not frightened, but oh, they won't hurt you. They may not hurt you, but they make you jump.
1: <laughs> yeah, just... They,
0: they keep taking stuff from hiding. Just to make it make
1: it's, it's scary. Just,
0: it, it, yeah, and I think from being a kid, and I, I speak for a lot of people, I think, you know, when you're a kid, you're mm. scared. And I don't think it goes away from you. It doesn't leave you. Mm. And then, obviously, things have got more and more and more. And you know, don't know what to say really, but when we finished here, I think, oh my god, you know, here we go again. <laughs> but people, you know, it's the way it is. Mm. I think anything that frightens you when you're young will, will stay with you.
2: And but I think don't... too, Alex, like you, um, it, it starts when we are children, you know, because mm. we are open, um, like you. But you were around but we
0: We don't. We don't know that, do we? that's what we don't know that we don't what do you know mean? we're open well we don't know we're open to things do we
2: oh as a child right yeah right
0: you know you just think oh god yeah. there's spooks going on they say, Oh, don't be so stupid Make mm-hmm. him the doctor you know that sort of thing that's what i'm out. but yeah we you, open you right
3: um you used to call yourself the maverick medium didn't you
0: because are I you still follow... yeah well i don't follow the rules i refuse mm-hmm. to follow their stupid rules you know yeah. You have to do this, and you have to do that, and you have to turn around, spin around on one leg three times all this crap. And I thought, oh, I can't handle rules, I can't. It's such nonsense, absolute bullshit. They make it sound so difficult. You have to do this and you have to, oh, you have to sit in a circle for 25 years and you have to, well, oh, absolute rubbish. And yeah. I was a maverick, probably still am, <laughs> but I ain't following your stupid rules. Them upstairs, they're, they're, they're making a rules for me. Mm. They're telling me what you're going to do and what you're not going to do, not you. And so that's when I started beginning to fall out with people, but who cares? You know, and I was, yeah, a maverick, definitely. Some people said I was a troublemaker. I'm not a troublemaker. I just do my own thing, leave me alone. Mm. But it was fun, as you saw when I used to do demonstrations, you know, with the table and all the other things that went on. And
3: (laughs) so you never know who you affect with something like that. It's the same with writing a book or or this (laughs) podcast. You know, people may watch it, you never get to know about, but it might be life-changing. And and I would say that event with that table tipping was a life-changing event for me in terms of belief. You know, I had never seen anything where I I would say, I was actually in my head going, thank you, thank you, just to be there, just to be a part of it. And I've never said this to you before, you know, so you would not have known you had that effect. But I can honestly say, it was life-changing in in that i was able to put that somewhere in my mind as yes that happened you know oh thank you for that it yeah. makes
0: me feel better and <laughs> you know i'm glad it's you know someone's taking something away but i just think that all this is sort of um i don't know people who won't agree with me they never agree with me but all this nonsense all this claptrap about you have why what's that all about mm. those on the other side guide us they're the ones that tell us what we're going to do there's no two ways about it and if they get the ump, they you know
1: yeah
0: and they can also take it from you as quick as that
3: i think that's why i could never be I don't know if you do this, Kathy, a medium on the platform, you know, and, and everyone's looking at you, like Alex says, and then you dry up and, and you can see the temptation then to have a plant in the audience to, to give never you something. Did. You know, you can see done. why some do end up. You know, having to have an earpiece or something because they're so frightened of failure because yeah. it is such a massive thing to be standing there. I don't know how they do it. I really,
1: don't I don't.
3: Know. I'm not comfortable with that at all.
0: Yeah, I have um, friends I, who do
2: it brilliantly, but I—it's not for me.
0: I would never ever do that.
3: Mm. No,
0: I don't, I would never do it. What <laughs> you see know. in the spirit box? <laughs> Likewise, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. it's
0: like everything else like stand up playing a, you know a, a guitar or whatever you do or singing we can all have stage fright mm. I've had it I've had it can't say since 14 and um you think well oh, it's going to freeze up here mm. but the trouble with doing this work is you've got nothing to work with have you yeah. you've got no guitar you can't say oh, I just broke a string or something or I've, made, oh, I've got a cough you know you, mm. you're standing there on your own
3: yeah. I saw that. I've seen it a couple of times with mediums. I went to one and the first half, she was excellent, absolutely brilliant. And she did a thing where she did a raffle for a one to one session. A lot of mediums do that. And the person who won it didn't realise they would have to travel to her home, which was some distance away. And they they stood up at the front and in the, in, the, in the interval and really slagged her off and oh. said, you know, she'd done this, it was terrible. And after that, she was hopeless, you know, in the second half. She couldn't get anything right, and she was so rattled by it that, in a way, to me, that kind of proved it a bit more, that, you know, she, could, she couldn't have been making it up because in the well, second half, she had nothing to give.
0: I, I, see, I, see, I love having a dig at them. I've been there at these sort of things, and they go, after 20 minutes. Oh, oh. Oh, I need to lie down. A cup of tea. They've gone. I used to work between two and three hours sessions. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes, yes. They've gone. Oh, I need to lie down. They've mm-hmm. Done anything yet? <laughs> and I don't. If it's draining you, yeah, you're not if doing it,
3: it right. It's, it's, it's draining nonsense.
0: you. nonsense. Yeah. And that I thought, somewhere, something's got to be proven here. Mm-hmm. And I'll go out and prove it, and yeah, I'll probably get some stick tonight. Or some tr- what they call them trolls or whatever. Listen, truth hurts. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Don't hide behind the keyboard or anything like that. Get out there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, can
2: God. I? Can I ask Miles? Do you have medium mediumistic um, abilities?
1: yeah i have been told I, so. I have been told i've got some mediumship oh, but okay i don't i don't do readings i don't go right. out and do right. all that but i do have i do have that quite a lot my mum's had it um that was well, funny i was he, going just
2: come through with the family lines
1: yeah my um went to his church his medium church um and i kept interlinking with the medium what was coming through yeah um this is when I was quite young and um I was like okay this is what she's gonna say and I kept saying mind this is what she's what's gonna come through in the minute <laughs> and it did it come through and at the time I wasn't really com not com confident in myself to actually mm-hmm. to say I was a medium because I was like oh is this, is this right or is this not right um but afterwards this I don't know his name. The government said, "Well, you, you're very open. You said you have, you're very open. You you receive stuff." And probably since then, I've I have met my spirit guide only once. That was it. Um, but I don't really go around and say I'm a medium. I do this. Right. I do that. Yeah. My friends, my friends know I don't go and say I'm a medium, but I do. When I go and ghost tours now, I do pick stuff up, but I don't, I don't say. Yep. <laughs> you medium. don't have the signpost out there. I,
0: huh? I don't tell anyone I was a medium because I say you fat git. You ain't no medium. That's funny.
2: You
0: just. <laughs> Actually, I've lost weight, hands since you saw me. <laughs> so
1: you just picked it up on me because that happened to the other guy. He just picked up that I was a medium. Not mm-hmm. me. He just picked up I was open. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep, it does come through. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: just yeah. a channel. Aren't you? I mean, I've had yeah, like
2: very open.
1: When my grandma, grandfather passed, I did see him go into the light, and that that was what you said is it actually it's so incredible. You just stand there. And I was just staring at this at the time. It was a window. I was just staring at his window and just seeing him crossing over. My mum went, "What are you staring at?" And I went, "Oh, it's just grandpa crossing over." And I said, Can you give grandma a sign that you you're you're here? Because she was very upset. And um he touched her. And that's when Grandma said, Someone should touch me on my shoulder. And I went, Yeah, I know who it was. I wasn't gonna say it was it was her husband. I didn't want to upset anymore. So I said, Yeah. And he said, Oh, I touched her and now I'm going. And he just he just left. And I, he's came through to my house probably once. We're going through all this old stuff, and he said, "You need to go downstairs because they're throwing stuff away, which I don't, I don't want you to throw away." So he kept on pesting me, said, "You need to go downstairs." So I can't like, okay, go downstairs. So I went downstairs, and he was showing me like right, that stays, that goes, that stays, and I was like, "Well, he wants." I was just coming out, actually. I want to keep that and keep this, and actually, just I actually don't need that. And he was saying it in my ear to say, "Actually, that needs to stay." But he was very, when he came through, he was like very kind of like, you need to go downstairs and you need to sort this out. And he says, I'm not going to, you go downstairs and sort it out. So I, I came downstairs and, and I sorted it out. And he, he um when I did it, he, he just went, thank you for that. And he um he just left. He went, oh, he just said, I'm going back to the side now. He said, well, if I need to, says like, if you don't, any situation or any advice and that he said i I'll, I'll, I'll come i'll come and speak to you i'll come over and i haven't had any since but i've had those couple experiences
2: yeah, and you know in an instance like that i'd say to you i wouldn't doubt if he's a guide for you mm-hmm. um you know he's there and he's, you know powerful you the that? way he can come
0: through to you if you were speaking did you read it? crashing a bang. Yeah, right. somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Did you not yeah. hear it? Yeah, I did hear it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> banging going on from somewhere, Alex. Wow.
1: wow. Well,
0: so when we go down the forest then and you have to come and you have to, you know, have a little listen. See what can come down and join us. It, yeah. It'd be good. See, I don't really
1: I don't really open when I'm in range and Forest. I, oh,
0: can't, uh, a, a I, can't I don't really see forest guys. Hey Ann, you got Hi, foreign.
3: <laughs> I should be watching this back on YouTube and making notes, yeah.
0: <laughs> do, do we get royalties? Um... <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> No. And you're not even really, you know, cause you're not making any money at this, Alex, you know, you're not even trying to plug anything, are you? You know, none of us are plugging anything.
0: No, I've never sort of made, I've used to get my petrol money. Hmm. I don't want to say I haven't done a few readings in my time, but no, I, I it's not about money. No.
3: You know? no.
0: And, um, but it doesn't stop you, you know, going, someone interviewing you does it i mean you know (laughs) Mm, no you think how much
3: (laughs) people i've met who um you know collect these sort of stories there's one chap in wales uh that we did a feature on but as a side issue talking to him he he goes up to people in the park and says have you ever seen a ghost just out of the blue (laughs) Um, and the number of people who go well actually yeah and then tell him this story that they've never told anyone else Mm. and um he was compiling, I don't know if he's ever going to get it into a book called We Need to Talk About Ghosts. But wow. um, Danny Robbins does that um, Uncanny wow. series on the moon. Yes. Yeah. Um and, and he gets absolutely swamped with people telling him their stories. I sent him mine. He's not featured it. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think Walking Among Us, there's such a high proportion of people who have had paranormal experiences but Definitely. don't tell anyone because I think they'll be ridiculed and, yeah. they
2: will, and,
0: that's, that's for it. and it
2: does happen
3: yeah
0: that yeah. ridicule is there i mean yeah. someone people said to me you know i've got all my lot of experience i've had they said you should write a story like you
3: were story. at one time saying you were writing a book
0: actually i did a little thing about which yeah. i sold some copies actually apparently amazon sent me a mesh day made a you made know, kind of bob in it right? but i'm very impatient <laughs> <laughs> and i think i'll let her do but i have all these stories of all the things and sometimes mm. you what you should make a like a just make a story out of it all but oh i don't know and i see it sometimes. so i think that's oh, got to be bothered really
3: see the sky's the limit your your box is saying got, but podcasting's the thing isn't it now podcasting mm, i think yeah. is, is such a brilliant way of connecting mm. with people, you know, you haven't got a slog at the keyboard for months and no, then right. try and get it published and then hope someone will pay because to buy a book, and I speak as a bookseller, you yeah. know, to get someone to buy a book, um, and, and it can be £10 and they don't know if it's going to be any good. No. You know, a podcast, I tune into your YouTube videos, you know, and um and tune out and go and do something else it's ideal it do not cost me anything
0: <laughs> i mean yeah you, you, you yeah you could you could speak into this obviously couldn't you mm. uh, the trouble is that ai keeps interfering keeps coming yeah. butting in. you know but you you could um speak into it and make stories yeah, yeah. I, I could do that mm-hmm. but i suppose
3: you could sit by a crackling fire couldn't you yeah. and like ah.
0: Having a radio, is it
2: not? Sipping um, on a whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> why not? What well, could, well,
0: could sit do? What could you do? Sit there, the
2: fireside maverick.
3: Yeah, with a
0: cigar yeah. you never smoke. I don't, <laughs> I don't <know>. smoke anymore. <laughs> Once upon yeah. a time. never well, yeah, the Maver- Maverick and his um, travels or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah
3: let's do this. With,
0: with my polo neck on. That's you mean it, weird?
3: perfect. Are you going help, help me do it
0: then?
3: Yeah, all right. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> You're on. You've, you've, you've said it there in public. Is All these people, you've said that. You're yeah. going to help me do it, are you in?
1: Yeah, all right.
0: That's <laughs> that suits me. I'm up for that. I should be harassing you now.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, I'll be at Rendlesham.
0: When? I don't know. February was it?
3: February yeah. the sixteenth, wasn't it? Two days after Valentine's.
0: <laughs> oh, well, what's that all about, Happy Valentine's? Miles probably knows. I don't know go no. for You don't get no. any cards. You. I get no cards. No. <laughs> no. There was a noise again. Yeah, there's a lot of noise going on.
2: You know, um, speaking of Valentine's, let me share a quick story because it's, um, it's a very unusual encounter I had. I was um, leaving from work. I was leaving in the morning for work early so I could stop at a CVS, which is local to us. It's like a, a drugstore type of place. And I needed to get a few things for work. And it was Valentine's Day. And I, you know, in my mind, I walked in, I knew where I had to go, had, I had to get what I had to get and get out of there. So I wasn't going to be late for work. So as I'm walking down the main aisle, very focused on what I had to do, this young man is coming up the aisle facing me. So we're, we're going to, you know, and he's like right in my way, right there. It wasn't. And I thought, oh God, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to have this connection with this young man. And he's clearly coming at me. And I I thought, no, I don't have time for this. So this young man comes up to me and you could tell um, that he was mentally challenged. And he gives me, and he's like right up into my face. And I thought, oh God, what's happening here? And he said, happy Valentine's day. And I said, oh, oh, thank you. And then he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out this, my favorite candy, okay, wrapped candy. And it's those peppermint pillows that are white and red striped, but they like melt in your mouth when you put them mm-hmm. in your mouth. And he, and, he, and he hands it to me, puts it in my hand. And, he, and again, he says, happy Valentine's day. And I thought, oh, wow, okay. And then he walks by me and I stood there and I thought, wow. And I didn't have a Valentine in my life at the time i thought oh my god and i was like Uh boohoo about valentine's day and i was too busy i had to get to work but here's this young man Uh so as he passes me within seconds i turn around he is nowhere to be found in that store i walked around that whole store he disappeared so so i refer to someone like that as an earth angel because mind you i was in a really horrible frame of mind i'm i'm know, yeah, it's Valentine's Day, bah humbug, and and this young man, I mean, and, and he made a beeline for me, oh. came right up to me, and I was all set to just go by him and don't don't interrupt me. I I gotta get the stuff I need for work, but yet he made my Valentine's Day. I'll never forget that encounter. I I I do believe he was an earth angel, and mm-hmm. and the biggest smile he gave me. Oh my God, his whole face lit up, and I thought, Kathy. You almost missed that beautiful um, encounter. And so uh, I'll never forget it. Sounds like
1: he came and picked you up. Like, he came so, yeah. and picked you up. He came me.
2: with a message, Miles. He yeah. wanted, yeah, yeah. He I'll, I'll wanted to give hate. me some love get on Valentine's Day. <laughs>
0: I'll, probably get hate. I'll probably get hate mail, what i say. I <laughs> about the Valentine's card. Well,
3: um, uh, another time, yeah. Alex, we must do apports. I'm inviting myself back now, but I've got to go soon, but apports, apports. Oh, I've
2: had them happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. yeah. Okay. Just the thing from the moderator for everyone, thank you all for joining tonight's show with host Alex, guest Katvi, Anne and Miles. we think we've made it problem-free with the weather. See you all next week. I don't know we yeah. we've gone next week, moderator. Where are you? Come back and tell me. I'm not about the moderator. LOL.
3: Where are you?
0: (laughs) Thanks, Derek. Great show.
3: Thanks, Derek.
0: Thanks, Mike. Good evening. Well done. Have you rung Mark yet? No, I
2: haven't. (laughs) Uh, Hanging again. The whole gang.
0: (laughs) Elaine, where are you? Speak to me. I don't know who's on next week. I normally bring. my (laughs) (laughs) She's gone.
1: Go on. I am. Um, don't know who's on next week. I don't think. What well, we still? Oh my god! I ain't got my calendar. You've really gotten on the hot.
0: Um, voices, fever. <laughs> oh, don't uh, worry. Marie, Are we
1: still January next week? I don't know. yeah
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's calendars Shut
2: Clock. I love it. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we ain't got no one. They've had enough of us.
0: Oh, let's <laughs> go. Have... Yeah, let's Elaine. go. He <laughs> getting them all back, getting them all back again, please. Oh, they like just tonight, guys. <laughs> hey. Well, look, I'm don't go anywhere, guys. I'm just gonna put our um, because we're never gonna find our room next week, and um, I'm gonna put the music up. Don't go anywhere. I'm just going to move us all out of the uh, thingy, Bob. Good night, Leslie.
2: Thank you, everyone, (laughs) for coming
0: on tonight. uh,
2: Bye, Derek. That's all, folks.
0: Yeah. I'm just moving you out of here and putting up.